We want to thank you for joining the Heights Baptist podcast. On this podcast, you can listen to sermons and episodes where we discuss practical ways to grow in your faith as believers in Jesus Christ. At Heights, our mission is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. My name is Lee, and I'm the lead pastor. And today on episode eight of our podcast, we have two very special co-hosts, two ladies that give the absolute best Christmas presents ever, (laughs) our minister of children, Caroline Durham, and our preschool director, Jackie Marcel. Thank you guys for joining the podcast today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I had to say that about the Christmas presents because we have our staff party coming up. And I don't know <laughs> if you drew my name or not. So you guys give the best Christmas presents ever. So on episode eight, we're going to talk about Christmas and just kind of f- struggles sometimes family have and maybe some resources that we can help families out this Christmas. Uh, kind of, you know, drawing back into the meaning of Christmas, not losing the focus of what Jesus came and did for us. And so I appreciate you guys preparing those and you know coming on. And so let's jump in here on episode eight as we uh, talk about resources for Christmas for families. Um, so thinking back to y'all's childhood, um, you know, as a, as a kid, Christmas was my favorite holiday. You know, I would love to say for spiritual reasons, but <laughs> it was the presents, you know, and because my parents went all out on Christmas, and I'm also a December birthday, and so I didn't get a lot for my birthday. It was always, oh, you just get it at Christmas, you know, so Christmas, I kind of got double presents because birthday, Christmas, you know, so I would love to say I was the super spiritual kid, and Jesus was the reason <laughs> for the season, but it was the presents under the tree. Yes. Yes. He was the reason. For <laughs> right. <laughs> so thinking back to your, your childhoods and kind of growing up, what what were some things your families did, you know, that made Christmas special or, you know, helped you kind of focus on Jesus? Well, I think that um, my favorite thing about, well, Christmas is my favorite holiday as well. Um, but the reason why it was my favorite holiday is because of family. I enjoyed so much going to my grandmother's house because, first of all, we got to eat Mexican food, you know, nice. and I didn't have to prepare any of yeah. it, so I just got to go and eat. And um, I got to hang out with my cousins. So going there, enjoying family, and hanging out with my cousins made a huge world of uh, influence on my life, period, because. Um, as a young adult, I wasn't really sure how many children I wanted, but in those special moments of Christmas, I definitely wanted more than just one because <laughs> I got to share uh, that enjoyment of Christmas and um, with family. And during that time, we would do not just, you know, hang out and stare at our phones or watch TV. We actually worked together. We didn't have phones to stare at. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> those were still connected on okay. the wall to a cord. Yeah, but keep, keep going. That would be kind of awkward right. staring at those phones, right? So, keep going, uh, though. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. So watching, okay, watching TV then. Yeah. Because uh, we made it meaningful. We right. would always put, um, you know, uh, plays together, whether it was Christmas-related or not. Mm-hmm. So just that bonding time that I had with them was very special. Cool. So about when you guys gathered, about how many people? Like with oh, your cousins and everything. So um, my grandparents had four. Okay. So then I had 
I had nine cousins. Okay. So then, and then our family and my aunt. Uncle. Yeah. So, so probably upwards of 30 people easily yeah. at a gathering. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think same thing, like for me, uh, my dad had three brothers, three sisters, so a lot of cousins. So family was a big deal to us. Chris, we all lived in the same town. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of growing up something special, meaningful to us too. And right. Yeah. I want to circle back. I mean, it was more than the presents. My family <laughs> did do things. So we'll keep going down that road. All yeah. right, so Caroline, as one growing up who could stare at phones, uh, what, would you, what would you Kind mean? of, kind <laughs> of not. I don't think I had one, but um, I loved getting to spend time with my family too. Um, but all of my, my grandparents all lived within like two miles of my parents' house. Like okay. we all were in the same town. And so we saw each other all year long. Right. But still my favorite thing was like dependably, we would go to one grandparent's house Christmas Eve. It would be just me, my immediate family on um, Christmas morning. And then we'd go to the other grandparent's house for Christmas lunch or dinner. Um, and that grandma actually had a uh, piano. And I loved to go over and, like, play the piano at her house. I didn't know how to play. But they play? tolerated me for yeah. about, you know, 20 minutes. And then <laughs> that was it. Enough. But yeah. <laughs> it was just so much fun. Sure. Um, special. So. Yeah. Yeah. So um, growing up, like, as far as church, what did you guys do? A church around Christmas? You know, of course, like, we, we, we went to church. Uh, Christmas Eve service was always a big deal. My mom always sang Oh Holy Night. Like, my mom's a really good singer, so she always did that every year. You know, so that was special. That was something, you know, kind of growing up as a kid, I, I look back on with good memories. So, kind of church, anything there, like special services or? Yeah, so my family all, we all went to the same church um, growing up since we all lived near each other. Um, and it was part of the tradition to go to the Christmas Eve service and then over to my maternal grandparents' house for um, Christmas Eve dinner. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, it was part of it. Same here on Christmas Eve, um, doing the church thing, the candlelight, the more intimate type church uh, service. Right. And then coming back, because at that point, my um, my grandfather was a preacher at that time. So yeah. we pretty much got church at church and yeah. church at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun. So then Christmas Eve night, what, what happened in your homes? Like, what'd y'all do Christmas Eve kind of growing up? That was, so Christmas Eve yeah. is the big grandparent the uh -huh. thing oh, okay. yeah. as well after that. Okay. Um, but then we would come home. Sometimes my parents would let us open one present Ooh. when we got home. That was fun. See, we never could get that done yeah. in our house. Yeah. <laughs> Just one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but then that meant if we were allowed to do that, then we had to go to bed after that. Yeah. But then the next morning is when we got to do our immediate family opening yeah. presents. So that was a lot of fun. Okay. And then um, during the day on Christmas Day, we enjoyed friends. Mm -hmm. So we had friend family Christmas. So okay. that was always something that we looked forward to. Cool. And my, my dad's family live in Indiana, so we only had one to go to. So mm -hmm. having the family friend time was right. actually a lot of fun, That's too, because cool. I considered those um, people, yeah. my cousins. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Any special Christmas Eve traditions beyond church? Not or? particularly. Yeah. Um, my, my grandma's house, um, we would sometimes open like one gift or we might just go ahead and do the whole Christmas with that side of the family because okay. that's just when we would meet together. Yeah. Um, we never like read the the Bible story or anything okay. like that, but I do remember like specifically this one story my grandma would read sometimes. Um, and it was just about, like, this man that represents Jesus and how you should be helpful because, you know, you're giving and, like, showing love to Jesus by giving and showing love to other people, by being obedient to Jesus and that when he calls you yeah. to be charitable to other people. 
And so years later, that's stuck in that's my brain <laughs> for cool. some whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So. So Christmas Eve service in our house. Came home. Uh, mom or dad would read Luke two, the Christmas story. We never could open a present. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. There's a little jealousy going on because we would ask and ask and ask. Well, see, there's a parallel here between reading that. the story and not opening gifts and right. then not <laughs> reading the story and getting to open gifts. I'm going to so. call my parents now and be like, you, you didn't let us open a present. <laughs> All right. So with Christmas and the holidays, and we've talked a lot about family and getting together with family, and, and yes, family can be fun and exciting, and but it also can present some challenges with family, um, especially in 2020 now with you know maybe different travel restrictions or just gathering in general. Um, but in the, in the holiday season, kind of the month of December, what are some struggles families have that maybe you have, or you've seen, or you've heard from others? What, what do you guys think? Well, I can say I already know what conversation is going to happen at Christmas <laughs> that's going to set me off, <laughs> you know, but there, there are always those uncomfortable conversations or just, um, intrusions that, your family who love you feel like is their business to ask about, and um, that's that's never fun. So. <laughs> but yeah. that everybody has that, you know. Sure. So yeah, I think okay. kind of you know coming off of that a little bit, also um, just family relationships. If you're not on the up and up with certain people, mm -hmm. that make it a little awkward. Mm -hmm. um, not only for you and that person, but for the other people involved. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just praying through that and then giving it to God before mm -hmm. that. So I think that's a really big one yeah. as well. Yeah, so. yeah. What else? What are some other ones? Um, also, time. Mm -hmm. I would have to say, for me personally, it's time because I have um, my four kiddos. And, and now in this COVID world, um, I've had them for like nine months straight now. Right. It is super <laughs> awesome. It really is. And yeah. I'm, really, I'm really having a hard time sending them back. Um, but Back to school? Back to school. Not I'm just sorry. back somewhere back else. <laughs> just want to make sure somewhere our listeners didn't whatever. know you're just farming <laughs> yeah, them out. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Back to school <laughs> right. because I have enjoyed um, this school year with them. Um, but it also puts a lot of pressure on me mm -hmm. um, time-wise because... Uh, you know, it's December. There's a lot of things that I have to get done. Right. And I'm not able to get done yeah. um, because of the lack of time. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. And I think with that, I mean, I don't have kids, um, but there's still pressures on, on your time because people expect so mm -hmm. much or you expect so much of yourself. Like I'm competing with all these people on social media to outgive. Mm -hmm. um, how ridiculous <laughs> is that? You know, I've got to be the most kind, you know, mm -hmm. or the most generous. And um, that's not coming from a place of humility. Um, so yeah, I just, yeah, thinking through ways to, to be better at that. Yeah. I think that also um, kind of opens my eyes when you were saying outdoing people on dot, 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 right. Um, monetary as well. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's, I'm not, not necessarily doing it with other people, but with myself. Mm -hmm. Like, last year I did this, so this year I'm going to have to do this. It has to be bigger. It has mm -hmm. to be better. Yes, yeah. yes. And it's funny because I'm, I'm having the struggle with myself, and I had my 14-year-old tell me a couple of days ago, Mommy, just do three gifts for us, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Like, for real? And she says, yes. 
And so when we were going through kind of gifts for the other kids, she goes, okay, well, that person's done. And I was like, yeah. oh, no, but I just started. Right. So it's a really hard. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. you know, after the fact, you look at the amount that you actually spent. And it's, yeah. what was I thinking? Right. I knew that in the beginning, but I just kept going. Yeah. So did she, like, pull the <laughs> other three together and, like, come yeah. up with that? I think or she's making she that decision that on her own there. <laughs> She just decided that you're going to slip her an extra one. (laughs) 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 Like, here you go. There you go. That was, but uh, that is a real struggle. It really is. Is, you know, because sometimes on a very tight budget, we've always been on a very tight budget as, you know, primarily a one income family. You know, you, you have a budget in mind, but then you want to buy your kids like everything, you know? And so that is a, that's a, that's a real struggle you know, and the time commitments uh, around, you know, and I was even thinking about it this year, like this isn't a typical Christmas season with all of the school plays and different things that always go on, but there's still a lot going on (laughs) in a COVID world, you know, so, so then what are some resources, kind of ways we can kind of help families kind of, you know, get that focus back on Christ and, and, and him not get lost in all the shuffle and stress and things in the holidays. So, um, one that I have already experienced this year, which was really neat, was um, the Operation Christmas Child. Um, I've done little things before, but doing it this year meant so much more than it had before. Um, And I think it's because I had the time with my kids that I have had the last several months. Um, but their excitement and joy on filling so many boxes yeah. with things that they loved. And their main point was, I wish I can be in that country and watch this child mm. open that gift so oh, I can cool. see their joy. Yeah. So, nice. you know, she's they're being God's hands and feet. Mm-hmm. So Christ is being honored in the servitude of the Operation Christmas Child. So I thought that was really mm-hmm. neat. Yeah. And that's a good resource that you can go to and, you know, find out what, you know, needs to be done and who is benefited by it. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And I think with that, like, it's it's a mentality shift away from... I need this for me, mm-hmm. you know, but I can give and I'm going to get more joy in thinking about the joy that someone else is going to receive. Why she said that she only needed three, but right. yeah. she was able to give <laughs> yeah. so much to yeah. others. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's incredible. But yeah. that starts with, you know, changing the way that you talk to yourself and what you do. Right, you know. yeah. I think another thing um, is to kind of go into the season with a plan, right? Like you were saying, your daughter told you, we're just going to do three gifts per person. You need to decide what is appropriate for you to do this season, what you can do, what you're wanting to do. Um, and so maybe that looks like writing down how much money you're willing or have set aside to spend for Christmas and then writing down your priorities and who you want to give gifts to. And maybe your yoga instructor doesn't need a Starbucks gift card <laughs> this season. <laughs> and that way you can give your kids something meaningful or an experience. So I think kind of telling yourself where your limit is helps you that later on the week of Christmas, you're not stressed about pushing the limits and pushing your boundaries of what you can do because you've already made that decision. So you don't have to second guess yourself there. Good. So what are, um, so thinking about the Christmas story, what are some good maybe resources, books, YouTube channels that, that do a good job of maybe teaching the story of Christmas if parents are looking for kind of some resources in that way? 
Yeah, I love um, Saddleback Kids is a YouTube channel. Um, they have a great, um, they do a great job at producing videos that are animated, and you can tell that they're very um, like curated for for kids. Um, especially their their Christmas video does a really good job of explaining um, the birth of Jesus without mm-hmm. using words like virginity. Mm-hmm. And so, um, while it's important to tell the story in a really truthful and honest way. Kids don't need um, to necessarily dive into all the grown-up words that sure. are incorporated in that story, and so different uh, season for that. Different, talk. Yeah. different yeah. season <laughs> of life for that. So, if you're um, looking for a way to to just show your kids something, okay. maybe take the pressure off of yourself, or if you want to watch the video as a grown-up yourself yeah. and learn from the video how they talk around that point, how they still articulate it, mm-hmm. um, and then use that in storytelling to your kids um, that's definitely a, a great great one so saddleback kids. saddleback kids it's yeah a youtube channel yes okay yeah so they've got tons of bible stories but especially they have a christmas one about um mary and joseph and mm. then they have another christmas one about um the shepherds yeah. so yeah good. it's really cool yeah that's a good idea um a book resource that i have really enjoyed is the legends of christmas treasury inspirational stories of faith and giving So it's basically three stories in one, Um, you know, giving the the legend of the Christmas cookie and um, the legend of uh, St. Nicholas and also the candy cane, Mm -hmm. you know, just having something uh, tangible to hold when you're speaking to your kids and giving them, you know, it's not just about Santa Claus, you know, if you're ready at that point to tell them where kind of Santa Claus came from, Mm -hmm. this was, this was kind of the struggle for me to kind of talk through that with my kiddos but this is a really good book to kind of show the generosity what that comes along with mm-hmm. christmas and um yeah yeah message. and you also brought a prop I do you want to go over your prop <laughs> i sure would. you're the first guest on the <laughs> podcast to bring a prop you have now low you have like By raised the <laughs> in so, so matt and i next episode we're going to need props <laughs> oh, charts okay. and graphs That'd so what awesome. did you bring this show to so to the listeners this here is an advent calendar and i have gone through several different types of advent calendars with my kiddos and basically just you know counts down until christmas and there's so many resources online that you can fill these boxes with and one that Caroline came up with was, um, you know, verses go, going mm. through Luke. Oh, cool. Um, each one of the verses counting down to Christmas, you know, you have the, um, those to put in here to kind of um, go through. And that, you know, keeps them engaged daily mm-hmm. on what this whole season is all about. So this is, you know, it's got a nice... Um, big one but they have like smaller pieces <laughs> yeah. of paper or so ones yeah that there's you, a lot out there you know, mark off yeah. and there's all kinds of different kind of advent things that you can do with your kiddos so yeah yeah that's good and i grew up we we had advent calendars growing up so yeah all right yeah anything else caroline any that's other really resources cool. um yeah one thing that came to mind is um that so for me i don't have i don't have kids and so i don't have to walk into christmas preparing for giving them gifts or teaching the bible story to them and so my kind of responsibility is walking into Christmas is more with my parents mm-hmm. who are adults. And so sometimes preparing for Christmas for me looks like walking into it with um, like this this mindset that I'm not going to get upset or not be, <laughs> be angry when I leave at Christmas dinner, um, no matter what question somebody asks me. And um, <laughs> I try to think and pray about my 
statements before I walk into that. So yeah. um, what am I going to say when yeah. someone asks me about X, Y, and Z? Sure. Um, what's something honest but concise but <laughs> kind of draws the boundary beforehand? Yeah. And so um, even if that just looks like journaling and praying over that beforehand, um, kind of getting your mind on, on Jesus over the frustrations before you walk into Christmas Eve or Christmas mm -hmm. dinner, um, that can be really helpful. No, no, and I think that's good to prepare, to prepare your mind, your heart, mm -hmm. to be around others. Mm -hmm. And we're starting a series here, um, December 13th, called Awkward Family Christmas. <laughs> and because, you know, the first Christmas was kind of <laughs> awkward too. You know, when you get into the story of Mary and Joseph and a pregnancy that wasn't planned, and I mean, you know, like you, you dive into that and there's some awkwardness even in the first Christmas story, just like there's awkwardness now. And mm -hmm. so... I think those are great resources. Um, we'll drop those into the link of the YouTube page uh, here so you can you know, find those resources that Jackie and Caroline gave you. And so I, I appreciate y'all you know, joining us today. That Thanks was, for having that was us. Fun. Yeah. 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 And so we appreciate you listening and watching uh, today. And again, on our podcast, you can find many different resources, previous sermons, kid messages, vacation Bible school, youth messages. Every Wednesday, we drop a new uh, podcast here dealing with some topic of faith and culture. Uh, if you're in our area, we'd love to have you uh, live in person with us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. or 1030 a.m. Uh, if you're going to be watching from home or maybe you're watching from a different area and can't get here in person, we also live stream those services every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and 1030 a.m. here on our Heights YouTube page, our Facebook page. You can listen to those messages anytime on your favorite podcast app. Uh, so we wish you a Merry Christmas. I hope you have a wonderful uh, holiday season and God bless. <laughs>